Hey y'all, welcome to Southern Bells. Hey y'all, it's Brittany and Beth. So we're glad that you could join in with us today to listen. Again, if you're interested, you can follow us on Facebook at Southern Bells Faith, Food, and Fitness. And we hope that you enjoy today's episode. Good morning, friends. Happy Halloween. It's Beth here. Um, I just no kidding spent like, I can't tell you how many minutes of my life trying to find a Halloween intro in this podcast recording app that we use and I can't find one. So I went to Spotify and thought I had some in my playlist that I downloaded from when I taught at the gym, but those didn't link over. So, uh, enjoy the one that I did find and it's not that great but it kind of reminded me of Michael Myers uh, at the, the Halloween music that comes on but a little bit more happier I guess you could say um so I had planned on getting into the um, daily journal with you this morning but then last minute I'm sitting at the kitchen table drinking my coffee and I'm like you know what it's Halloween and I may have done this before I don't know if I get elected if it's my turn if I'm always chosen if it just lands on me for it to be Halloween for the holiday that I get to do prayer pocket um but I do, whenever it's my turn to do prayer pocket on the holidays, and I know a lot of you guys don't consider Halloween a holiday, and it's really not a holiday since we don't we don't get a day off work for it, but um, I like to talk about the history of that holiday and how it relates to the Bible and the biblical meanings of the holiday. So I actually found an article that was published by Country Living. You can find it on countryliving.com, and um, I just simply Googled what does the Bible say about Halloween, and this one came up, and it was the best one out of all the ones that I was reading this morning to share with you um, about the history of Halloween. So I'm just going to read that with you today um, as I'm getting ready for my day to go start studying and take a test. I test on Monday. I know you guys are probably tired of hearing about this, but my scores are up. They're mid to low 70s. And in my mind, a 72 is 100. So I just have to make 72 a pass. So I'm just going to keep honing in on my weak areas to bring those scores up to get a passing grade on Monday. I do have to travel all the way to Athens, Georgia to take this test. So when we're praying, we're going to pray for safety and all those things. But anyway, back to the fun stuff. Halloween. There's no mention of Halloween in the Bible since the holiday came into existence century after the text was written. So in looking to the good book for guidance on this holiday, it's helpful to understand the history of Halloween. So that's where we're going to start at today. The history of Halloween. Uh, Then we'll explore perspectives on whether it's okay for Christians to celebrate Halloween and share some Bible verses with you as well. Uh, it's right there in the name meaning holy evening shortened from all hallows eve halloween is the evening vigil before all saints day 
a religious holiday honoring Christian martyrs. All Saints Day celebrations date back to the 4th century Rome, but Pope Gregory III is the one who set the date to November the 1st in the 8th century. I know you're thinking November the 1st, but Halloween is on the 31st. Well, All Saints Day is actually on the 1st. The holiday was officially added to the Universal Church calendar in the 9th century as a holiday to spread Christianized areas traditions as the holiday spread, excuse me, it's like I didn't use my period there, Christianize, to Christianize areas, traditions merge with local co cultures, and this is the crux of the controversies. Here's where it gets fuzzy. In ancient times, a Celtic festival called Shaman marked the end of the harvest and the coming of winter, a time when the veil between the living and the dead was to be especially thin. I don't understand how they get from going to August to December, how this makes the veil between the living and the dead then is like growing season is done. We're going to be frozen for the next couple of months. Um, back to the article. So it also kicked off the evening of October 31st, which is today. Just so happens to be today. So did the church choose the date for all a wide season, including Halloween, All Saints Day, and All Souls Day to displace the pagan celebration, or was it coincidental? Are traditional Halloween customs actually cultural artifacts of shaman? Take the Irish custom of lighting jack-o'-lanterns to ward away evil spirits. How many of us have a jack-o'-lantern on their porch right now? I know I have a few. They're not real because I'm allergic. Um... There is a Christian-themed legend associated with the jack-o'-lantern, Stingy Jack, who tricks the devil and escapes hell, but whose dealing with the devil, dealings with the devil kept him from heaven. Instead, his soul roams the earth, lighting his path with an ember held in a carved radish. Many Catholic sources say that jack-o'-lanterns are not of pagan or origin. Critics argue this is likely a pre-Christian custom given a Christian explanation after the fact. Through folklore studies and artifacts, such as first century BCE bronze calendar found in France, provided insight on shaman. Unfortunately, the ancient Celts did not leave written records. Trick-or-treating, possibly the most funnest day of the year, evolved from Scottish gussing? A secular version of the medieval Christian practice of souling. When souling children and poor went when souling children and poor went from door to door to ask for soul cakes in exchange for prayers for for the dead on All Souls Day, the day after All Saints Day, in Mexico, Dia de Mois Lamotos, sorry, I know I butchered that, or Day of the Dead, it, it's I think theirs is in March. I want to say it's in March. It's also All Souls Day, but with its own unique cultural traditions. In America, Halloween did not begin to take off until the second half of the 19th century when the influx of Irish and Scottish immigrants brought their customs stateside. During the first half of the 20th century, trick-or-treating as we know it today became widely popular custom. And, of course, the commercialization of the holiday and activities like scary Halloween movie marathons and holy modern secular editions. So, is it okay for Christians to celebrate Halloween? 
how do Christians celebrate Halloween if it all depends on one denominational church and personal beliefs? Some Christians, according to the site, learn religion. Look to the verse 1 Corinthians 9.22. I have become all things to all people so that by all possible means I might save some. As a reason for not separating oneself from the world, including secular Halloween fun, other Christians abstain from Halloween altogether, citing verses such as Ephesians 5.11. Take no part in the unfruitful works of darknesses, but instead expose them. Those of Catholic faith can fulfill all their saints, all saints' day obligations by attending All Hallows' Eve Mass. Father Michael Renner of the Euphony of Lord Parish of St. Louis writes that gathering around a bonfire, carving jack-o'-lanterns, and even revving the tradition of soul cakes to hand out to trick-or-treaters are appropriate activities for the first day of Allawide season. The three-day holiday may also include dressing up as saints and visits to family graves to prayer for their souls. Beyond Catholicism, some churches embrace Halloween as a community outreach opportunity. For example, in the late 90s, churches began organizing trunk or treats to offer safe Halloween experiences with darker themes removed. Now, this is perfect for Oakley, you guys, because Oakley is scared of everything, as we were telling you a couple of weekends ago. Oakley is terrified of blow-ups, you know, the little blow-ups you put in your yard for all the holidays. Well, Lizzie, my oldest granddaughter, has a yard full of blow-ups. She has Jack, she has Sally, she has witches, she has ghosts. And we were at Oakley's church Sunday night, and what do we see? But one of her favorite things is a dinosaur, but the dinosaur was one of those blow-up costumes. So imagine... Imagine a two-year-old who's scared of blow-ups sees a walking blow-up towards her. You guys, it was horrible. Then we were at our home church Sunday morning, and everyone there was nice and sweet and loaded her candy bucket up. But then there was this one kid dressed up as um, the scream guy with the scream mask. Nope, she wasn't having that one either. So there's still a little spooky ones in there at the at the church trunk or treats, but it was fun and it was safe fun and it was plenty for them and they get plenty of candy at those. <clears throat> okay, back to the article. Bible verses to read on Halloween. While there's no biblical response to Halloween specifically, the Bible does not have to. The Bible does have a lot to say about death, darkness, and evil. And for some, Halloween is the season to reckon with these things. Below, we have gathered thirteen Bible verses to read and maybe to share leading up to Halloween. So we're going to go over the thirteen Bible verses that are in the Bible that can be relatable to the Halloween season. Number one, Corinthians 10, 21, you cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons. You cannot partake of the table of the Lord and the table of the demons. I actually like this verse a lot um, when I read it this morning and thought it was probably the best one and which is probably why it's number one, because you can't do Christian things in the light and demonic things in the dark and still just in the Lord's table. Um, number two, Ephesians 5.11, take no part in unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. <clears throat> number three, Ephesians 4.27, and give no opportunity to the devil. This one hit home with me, and I'm going to tell you why. A lot of it has to do 
was stinking thinking and my test scores. So I actually seen a TikTok the other night because I don't get to get on TikTok. I love TikTok. I know a lot of you probably think it's evil and of the devil, but there's so much good on there too. So many Christians that you can follow and do Bible devotions with daily. But anyway, um, <clears throat> this lady came on and she's one of those that um, she's a Christian lady. So she's out spreading her ministry. And she said, the devil can't harm you from your thoughts alone. It's when you speak them into existence when he takes those words against you. So when you say negative things like, I'm never going to pass this test or I'm never going to get ahead or uh, I just can't believe that this is happening to me and blah, 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 all the negativity. That's when, that's when it takes a hold of you and it's the devil can get it. So merely thinking those things are not good for your mentality, but the devil can't get them and use them to you until they've been spoken out into existence. So give no opportunity to the devil. Don't speak it. Don't think it. Always think positive. I know that's hard to do. I struggle with it daily. We all do. But speak good things out into the world like I'm passing this test and I'm doing so well and things like that. Next one, number four, 1 Peter 5, 8. Be sober-minded. Be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. So... Here we go again. This is the same way. He's just waiting on us to speak these bad things in, in existence. And just keep in mind, the devil comes in many forms and shapes. So, I mean, he appeared in the garden of evil, good and evil, with Adam and Eve as a serpent. So the devil can be disguised as anyone. So while you're gossiping, saying things about other people, he's taking those words and running with them and putting them in other people's minds that might have overheard you and and then it goes and on you know how gossip works anyway i'm saying that's the devil um number five i know i'm gonna say this wrong Colossians 5 22 abstain from evil from every form of evil isaiah 5 20 woe to those who call evil good and good evil hmm who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. That's a good one, too. I like that one. Um, but test every hold fast what is good. Abstain from every evil. Why can I not pronounce this word today? These are the only, you know that word. Five, verse 5, 21 through 22. Um... Romans thirteen twelve. the night is far gone, the day is at hand, so let us cast off the works of the darkness and put light and put on the armor of light. I like this one too, because this is saying like, let's just leave what happened yesterday and yesterday, that day is done, it's a new day, let's move on and have a great one. James 4, 7, submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. I can't tell you how many times a day I have to say, devil, get out of my head, get out of my mind, get away from me when I'm testing and studying because I know that I'm prepared. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15 through 16, look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best of use of the time because the days are evil. Mm. 
think of how many bad things that can happen to a day that we create in our own mind. I mean, so many. Titus 1.15 To the pure, all things are pure, but to the defiled and unbelieving, nothing is pure. But both their minds and their conscience are defiled. John chapter 3, 19, 19 through 20. And this is the judgment. The light has come into the world and people love the darkness rather than the light because their works were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come into the light. Let his work, least his work should be exposed. This made me think about vampires. <laughs> I mean, it is Halloween, right? Um, but no, this is true because any anyone that's doing something bad doesn't want another person to know about it. So it doesn't have to necessarily be like in the night. It can be behind closed doors. Um, you know, something that you just don't want anybody else to know. You keep it a secret. Um, anything that you know is bad. Okay, this is a good example. If you listen to the potty when KJ was on there, she would hide stashes of candy and food that was her own. And because no one seen it or knew it was there, it was like it didn't happen in her mind. And because she had a food, she has a, I'm going to say she has a, had a food addiction because I think she's overcoming that problem now. So just because you think it can't be seen and you think that it's not happening, God knows it's happening and you keep it in the dark because you don't want it to come to light because you don't want anybody to know about it. That's a good one. Like it. Luke um, chapter 10, 19 through 20. This is the last one, 13. It's funny that they end at 13. It's such an unlucky number. Behold, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and and scorpions and, and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall hurt you. Nonetheless, do not rejoice in this that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that your name, your names are written in heaven. Well, I now see why. God, he's telling us that don't worry. I gave you authority over all these demons and devils that are bothering you. Just cast them away. Just expel them out of your life. And everything will be fine because your name is written in heaven. I already have a place for you. You just have to do your work while you're here on earth. That's it. I love it. And that is um, basically the whole article in Country Living. I don't know what year this came out in, though. I don't see a date on there. So I just went to, I just Googled it, and it's on countryliving.com. But I don't know the date that it was published. Let's see. Oh, updated. It was updated July 14th, 2023. So my question to you guys is, what do you guys do on Halloween? Do you celebrate Halloween? Do you not celebrate Halloween? I love Halloween. I'm not sure why I love the holiday so much. My aunt loved it. My dad loved it. It's just trickled over to me and my family. Some of the things that I like to do during the Halloween season is read spooky books. Um, I love paranormal books and um, anything like that. And watch spooky movies and... Um, we did spooky crafts this year. We did the, um, viral, um, TikTok, um, thrifting painting and paint a little ghost on them. 
Um, I think that's something that we might do every year. We got, we have little spooky food. We go to pumpkin patches. Um, this year, Liz wanted her entire family. She has fell in love with the nightmare before Christmas. And you guys, I hate to say this, but I can't get into that movie. Uh, I have never watched it completely all the way through. I don't know if it's because it's of all the singing with it being a Disney movie or I just can't merge Christmas and Halloween together in my mind. But Liz has done that beautifully. So she wanted everyone to dress up as people from Nightmare Before Christmas. So her dad is Jack. She is Sally. Her mom is Oogie Boogie or Boogie Boogie as Oakley likes to call her. Her little sister is Zero. She wanted my husband Papa to dress up like the mayor. So this man went yesterday, found something on the internet on how to make the mayor's costume. Because if you've ever watched Nightmare Before Christmas, he's got two faces. So he went to the Goodwill and found an old lampshade, painted the two faces on it, made the hat on top of it. It was it's actually pretty amazing. And, um... Oakley wanted to be a little witch, so she's reusing Liz's costume from last year. I don't think Paisley's going to fit in this costume next year, so she's a little bit uh, bigger than, than Liz, I mean, than Oakley, so we are repurposing her costume. I'm going to try to get them studying today in time to put a little witch hat on to go with them, because they are two witches in The Nightmare Before Christmas, and that would complete Liz's ensemble of having us all as characters out of there, so... Maybe we can get Katie and um, Callie to dress up in the like the little pajama kids that's in there. I don't know how it's going to go. But those are things that my family likes to do um, on Halloween. And I don't know what your traditions are. We did go to Trunk or Treat on Sunday at two our home church and Caitlin's church. I just went with Oakley because... My family also likes to go to the beach during the Halloween season. If you're ever down at Ocean Lakes during the month of October, they do trick-or-treating every Saturday night. And then the, the golf cart parade after. It's so amazing. We do like to do that, but we haven't been able to do it the past couple of years due to our schedules. But Bryson and Liz goes and Bessie goes and her family has started going too. So it's been really fun. Uh, I know this podcast has taken a little while, but it's been actually a great one. Um, Brittany's been out with her daughters and dressing up in different things and took some family photos. If you follow her page, you'll be able to see those and they're amazing. And um, so that's, I'm going to wrap up my Halloween by studying, taking an exam today and um, just honing in on some couple of extra things. So I don't really have any major prayer requests except for myself. I know I've been selfish a lot here lately and I am sorry, but this is an important thing that I need to accomplish and I need all the prayers I can get to help get me through it. So I'm going to pray today for myself. Dear Heavenly Father, um, I thank you for the opportunity that you have opened up for me, dear God. I really appreciate you pushing me and opening my eyes to see where I need to be at and challenging me for probably one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life, Lord. Um, I do try to face a new fear each and every year, and this one I've been working on for a while now, almost a year. So God, please continue to give me the strength and the guidance and let me see where I'm making mistakes and 
to give you the honor when I'm done, dear God. I know my day's not that long, but a lot can happen. You built this world in just three short days. So we I know that I can do things because I have you inside of me, dear God. God, I pray for all the safety of the little trick-or-treaters that are going out tonight. May their candy be as sweet as they are, Lord, and nothing is there to harm them. Dear God, I just pray for safety on my drive to Athens, Georgia on Sunday to prepare for my test on Monday morning at 8.30. Dear God, I would appreciate it if you would let everyone know that is listening to just say a prayer for me that morning at 8.30 for, for strength, for courage, for confidence, for the answers to be illuminated on the screen for me, dear God, because I have prepared and did the work. God, I just thank you and I praise you. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Happy Halloween, guys. I hope you have a beautiful day. I hope that you have. See, it's the it's the week before my test and I'm starting to get emotional. I don't understand why this is such a thing for me, but it is. Um, anyway, have a fun day. Happy Halloween. Be safe. Love you. Bye.